This week on my channel, I'm going to be talking about some experiences I've had growing up. Now, if uh, you want to know what I'm going to be doing for this channel, uh, to keep myself busy, I do a lot of makeup. So as I'm talking about my experiences and my memories, I'm going to be doing makeup and talking to you guys and we'll see how that goes. And if it goes successfully, I'll continue on with this series um, and hopefully that's what I'm going for. So today I'm going to talk about growing up. Now, I was born in a big city uh, in Ontario, and my parents decided to move us to a smaller town to get away from the crime and just everything. Like, it was exhausting living there. So going through, and like I said, I apologize for any background noise. I'm going to be doing my makeup during this podcast to see how well this goes. Um, anyway, so during the time I moved... It was a very difficult transition because city life compared to where I'm living now, it was much busier, you know, uh, upon or contrary to popular belief, Canada is not as polite as we sound we are. So growing up as in the town that I was, there was a lot of crime, there was a lot of noise, there was rush hour, like it was awful, you know, and I'm not saying that like I don't have it good I'm saying that it was just in my experience it was not something that I would be able to live through again um so like I said I moved to a small town um I'm gonna kind of leave out names here because that kind of makes me uncomfortable but I moved to a small town in the year about 2009 2008 and I started my grade three year at my school now I was very shy when I was younger like I'm not like I am now so it's a little bit different um but I was not I mean I was outgoing but to meet me it, it was just awkward, you know, I was shy, I didn't really want to see anything, I hid behind my mom when I went to go meet people, like, I, and I'm still kind of like that now, but it's better to a certain extent, because people are like, oh, like, she, she's just a little bit shy, they're not like, oh, she's just a kid, she doesn't know, they're just like, nah, let's leave her alone. Anyway, so I started my grade three year here, and um, I'm still living in the town currently. Um, I plan to move when I go off to university. Right now I'm in high school. But going back to public school, like I said, I was a very shy kid. Um, people really didn't talk to me um, at the beginning because I was scared. You know, this was a new experience for me. All my friends lived in a town or lived in a place where I was no longer, you know, and my siblings were much older than I was, and although they wanted me to hang out with them, it was difficult, because the the age separation, you know, I was never in their class, like, anyway, so, like, I, to sum that all up, it was difficult, so I grew up in this grade school, I eventually became, became as uh, outgoing as I sort of sound now if you were to talk to me in person like right now I'm stuttering so much because this is my first podcast um but anyway so if you were to meet me right now I'd be a little bit better but I'm still kind of you know living in a shell almost um but I slowly in grade school I slowly let myself branch out and I had teachers tell me oh wow she could be a news anchor or oh wow um she could do you know books she could do um, like things on stage and I feel like that's where a part of my social anxiety developed and that is something that I struggle with today um, and I'm not saying that uh, the symptoms I experience will ever like never self-diagnose yourself because it's just that's a downward spiral I'm not even joking um, but anyway so uh, I think that's where a part of my social anxiety developed because from then till now, I sort of had high, people held higher expectations for who I was as a kid. Um, it kind of made me feel like if I said something wrong, people would be like, oh, I can't believe she said that, you know, and I, they, people still do that, but because all my teachers kind of put me up on a podium, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, they, they really made me feel special and important, but after a while, you're kind of like, I, is this good for my health, or am I just holding myself up, because now I have people that I need to impress, and I'm only, like, what, seven? Um, anyway, so my social anxiety developed then, and I slowly started to integrate myself into the school, so, I was doing a little bit of sports, I was trying to keep myself active in the school because this was kind of, like, this is a mentally, um, 
important part of your life. You're trying to trying to figure out who you are at the same time as um, trying to stray yourself from things that you're not too interested in. Um, but during this year, I was involved in a big car accident, um, which kind of, it makes me laugh now. Um, and people kind of think that's awful because of all the mental, um, horrors that it left me with. But I was in a car accident and it was very horrific. Uh, we were in some problems for six years. I'm not going to go too in depth about that because I'm not actually sure how much I can talk about it without getting into trouble. Um, and I shouldn't because the, the problem sort of resolved itself, but I'm also like, I don't know, I'm just going to stray away. Anyway, so the car crashed into a stop sign, yada, 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 was not our fault. It was on the girl, um, that hit us, but, um, it left me with some mental problems. And now people didn't look into this because I was not hurt, um, physically. And I say that I wasn't hurt physically, but the week's coming, like, I kind of have this sense that, and maybe you guys have it, but I have the sense that I don't usually feel things right when they happen. I feel them a little bit after, and I don't know if that's, like, mentally correct. I've never actually, I thought it was normal for the longest time before people were like, that's not normal. So, anyway, I'm yammering about. So, I was left with some physical problems. I still suffer from them now, six years later, which is kind of insane. But I was literally only in physiotherapy for a year before they were like, oh, you're fine now. So I never really resolved these problems. And now my mental state, I'm not even like, <laughs> there's just so many problems with it, which kind of makes me angry because we never figured out what was going on for, because the guy who was dealing with our cases at this time, I forgot to mention, we didn't have a lot of money. So I'm going to paint the picture again. Moved here in grade three, city town was not that great. Ended up getting in a car accident. I wasn't that social. I wasn't physically hurt at the time, but my mental state was like haywire. But the guy that was dealing with our case, like we didn't have a lot of money at this time. Um, and so we couldn't really afford to pay for things, especially that the car accident kind of put my mom, like she couldn't go back to work. Um, but the guy that was dealing with our case, like he couldn't get his hands on like, uh, uh, people to help me or my siblings and it just kind of like left it like we let it kind of uh once you put a pot of water on the stove and then you put a lid on and you leave it that's kind of what happened you know it bubbled up because nobody was paying attention to it and now I suffer with so many problems it's kind of insane but anyway I'm getting off track here so um my mental state deteriorated um and they we never really realized it until I want to say about a couple years ago because I had gone to a psychologist the psychologist wanted to prove the issues that I had now I wasn't too sure I had been experiencing symptoms I ended up seeing a school counselor about bullying that I was dealing with and I'm going to talk about this in another podcast because this is probably already a mouthful um, but I ended up seeing a counselor about some issues I was having and he knew that there were more issues to it, but he couldn't really do anything because of the situation I was already in. He was thinking that the, the problems I was experiencing were just because of the bullying, but I knew that there was something different. Um, so anyway, I ended up seeing a psych, psychologist, psychiatrist, one of the two, uh, I didn't get medication if that makes more sense, um, but I ended up going to see somebody and she was like, you have, hands me a stack of papers, you have issues. And I was like, uh, okay, I didn't know this. But anyway, so she hands me the stack of papers and I go through it. I have to confirm that her report makes sense to me. And I go through it and I'm like, I'm like, how, I don't even know how old I was. I was younger. So about 13, 14, I'm like, I have more issues than most adults. And I don't mean to like offend people when I say that I'm just saying like the amount of mental issues I had just by being a child like it was absolutely awful um and to have those issues and like nobody could help me nobody realized this nobody took um like initiative to help me I didn't realize because I was so young I thought these were normal you know these were normal emotions that a regular girl would go through um and nobody really took initiative to help until my bullying situation. So it was just 
But anyway, so my this podcast episode today, I didn't really um, know where I was going because this is my first one. So I apologize. Like I said, if it, it's a little too messy for you, I'm sure it'll get better once I get going. Um, but so my mental state deteriorated and I had nothing to do. And honestly, like I said, they kind of increased because they were not really like noticed. Like I had symptoms, but with everything that was going on, like it was a lot more difficult to point them out. So what had happened was I was diagnosed with, uh, GAD, which is generalized anxiety disorder. Um, I'm not, I was not diagnosed with social anxiety, but I'm going to go see a psychiatrist specifically about that because I'm like, I know I have issues. Um, so I'm not going to say like, you cannot self-diagnose. That makes me so angry when people are like, I think I have this. Like, no, you have to go see somebody because like, if you have that issue, this issue is serious because it makes you feel like crap. And when I say this, I say like, from a perspective, I was diagnosed with moderate to severe depression. Um, which is kind of insane because again, I was nine when these issues started happening and I was dealing with these all these years. So, um, if you think that you have any of these issues, please go and see somebody, somebody, because it is awful living like it. And I know that money is sort of a problem in a lot of places. I know that like psychiatrists charge a lot, but if you have like real issues, I honest to God, you only need one session to go figure out what's wrong and then see if there's things you can do and I know it is a little bit expensive but once you figure out that like hey this is going on and it's not just in your head um a lot of issues kind of or a lot of problems that I had or you have would make sense like one of the issues I had all the time I had constant insomnia and nightmares and I did not mention this issue that I have but I have post-traumatic stress disorder which is moderate to severe because of the car accident um and again I would have nightmares all the time my mom caught me sleepwalking um I can't get into cars I can't there's a lot of things that I can't do and I'm not gonna go too in depth because this is like it kind of makes me uncomfortable with people and I get that you guys don't necessarily know me but it does make me uncomfortable to a certain extent where I'm like I don't know how I feel about this um but yeah so I was diagnosed with um I I will pull out my actual paper um, if you guys actually want to hear what my psychologist person said um, in her report, but generally I was di- or generally overall I was diagnosed with a whole bunch of issues that I was suffering with and that nobody even knew I had. So fast forward, I'm still not like I see a guidance counselor all the time. Um, I'm currently dealing with an issue right now. I was it's oh there's a bug in my room that's frightening as hell um anyway so I'm current or I was dealing with an issue my mom um was sick um and because of that my mental state sort of ended up going back to where it was um and that's like that's not on her at all like I'm not saying that I'm saying that like it was awful and my guidance counselor who I was seeing at the time and when I say guidance counselor people are like oh don't they aren't they just supposed to help you school and I'm like no he's pulled me out so many times just to let me cry like he's actually awesome but anyway and so he recommended to send me to somebody but with everything that I was dealing with at the time like I was just not ready for it so um there's to this day I'm not really getting any treatment and that is because of situations that I was dealing with but honestly like if you have the opportunity to hit these problems head on honest to god I'm telling you right now like you need to hit them head on because there's so many things like my problems developed because they were never treated like I was never put on medication I never saw a therapist until I was bullied like it was it was so many issues and I don't even like I said I'm gonna talk about the bullying in another podcast because this is like a mouthful but anyway so I dealt with all these issues and I'm still dealing with them they play such an important part of my life um because I still struggle with symptoms of each and every mental issue and a problem is too that this kind of stuff runs in my family um so it's kind of like enhanced you know, if that makes sense, or that's what I've been told. Um, so, like I said, if you have the opportunity to hit the nail on the head, I think that's the saying, if you have the opportunity to do it, freaking do it, because it's excruciating, and then thinking that I'm gonna have to help people out with the same, that's why I'm trying a podcast like this, I want to be able to help 
people out even if they don't know me because if they or if I can help you and I can like if my talking helps you get through some days like I think that's an amazing thing like that's so beautiful and um that would make my life just a little bit better um so anyway um like I said you have issues go focus on them because they take a toll you know it stops you from helping your friends it takes um one of my biggest things was I was a writer for a very long time and I still want to be a writer like I'm not I I I just quit you know but that's the thing some people do quit um things that they used to enjoy because of how their mental illness has affected them so I'm not harking on them for it but um my issue kind of resonated like at the time I was getting so much support with my writing and then when my school closed down another episode um when my school closed down I wasn't getting the same amount of support with my writing so I just kind of stopped because like it's not like anybody was gonna read it why is it so important anyway so that's that was my outlook um but I ended up taking joy out of everyday things you know I want to be grateful for things like somebody handing me a cup of coffee, you know, and people say that, like, you should be grateful, and it makes me so angry, because I'm like, I'm grateful for it, but in the contrary, like, you, if I have issues, like, it doesn't mean that I should be grateful that there's a roof over my head, like, I am grateful that there's a roof over my head, doesn't make my issues less important, you know, Um, and that kind of makes me sound, like, awful, I bet, but whatever, whatever, come at me, um, but like I said so I'm struggling with issues and I just wanted to like talk to people and let them know that they're not alone because I'm still right now I literally turned 16 in March which is kind of insane I don't have my license because of quarantine which is awful because I know people who are born in May and have their license so jerks um <laughs> anyway so I just turned 16 and I'm still suffering with all these issues and I'm going to go off to university and still have these issues, you know? So if you know that you have it, like, don't self-diagnose. You can't go around being like, oh, I have depression and not have an issue. Because if you have depression, there's obviously symptoms. Like, I'm not saying that you're not going to notice anything. But if you have something, like, it's not something you just go around saying you have. And I wanted to talk about um, people because what happened in my life was that I was surrounded by people in public schools specifically who made fun of me for having these issues and we say like you go to all the bullying seminars this is one of the one of the reasons I was I believe I was bullied too um but they say you you know you go to these bullying seminars and people are like you need to stand up for people but when it comes down to it like nobody does anything you know nobody cares unless it's them or their best friend and I only had one best friend at the time because everybody follow this one popular girl anyway like I said another podcast but when you mention mental health the reactions you get from people like it makes me so angry because I'm like it's not I don't if it were back then like I'd understand more you know I I mean I wouldn't even understand more everybody was insane back then not because of their mental issues they were just butts but anyway so I'm trying to do bronzer right now and let me tell you it's not working um anyway like I said so I wanted to highlight this specifically because like you're not alone and when you go to work and you say that you have an issue and you know if you get discredited for it like screw them you know life is difficult and just because you're not dancing around in puppies and unicorns all the time like everyone else that does not make you less of a person and I experienced this all the time in high school I did I recently did a presentation for my English class Um, and I specifically highlighted, um, mental issues and anxiety was my actual one that I was dealing with, um, anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. I didn't mention depression because people are always like, why are you so happy then? And I'm like, are you, are you actually kidding me? Like, are you, uh, anyway, so I wanted to highlight this specifically because like people are so dumb. Like they're like, we support we love, we help mental issues, and then you're like, I was actually, like, I literally have papers saying I was diagnosed with this stuff, and people are like, show me, and I'm like, I don't have to, I mean, I get it, like, some people lie, but I don't have to validate it, especially, like, if I have proof, and I know, like, with all the stuff that I went through, like, it would make sense for me to have issues, which is awful to say, um, but it's just something that I had to deal with, right, so, 
I just wanted to, like, be like, hey, like, this isn't you, you know? You don't have to go around feeling like crap all the time because people are crap, you know? If you want to stay away from, like, one of the things that I've realized is that people are always going to be your friends until they figure out what kind of baggage you have, you know? It's kind of like relationships where you're like, hey, like, I'm dealing with this problem, and they're like, okay, bye, you know? Like, I don't know if anybody has actually experienced that. Um, my last relationship that I was into, he was the guy, honest to God, I have so many awful stories, which I hate saying, but I'm also like, hey, listen, maybe my my crappy days will make you feel better, and I hope they do, honestly, um, but uh, I was in a toxic relationship last, or was it last year? It might have been the year before. Um, but it was, uh, emotionally damaging, and if I told him anything, like, my number one thing was he decreased my mental state. People don't realize that, like, you can have friends that are so toxic, like, one of the biggest things I realized is if I have a toxic friend, I break out. My skin does not like them, and people are like, that's so weird, and I'm like, no, I literally, my skin clears up when I deal with people, um, who aren't awful, you know, and that's, that's probably mean to say, because people, like, I'm not even, my acne comes and goes, like, I'm currently seeing a dermatologist because of how bad my acne is, but I've realized that I break out really bad when somebody's an annoying butt, um, and I'm probably gonna say that, like, a million times on this podcast, so I apologize, but, um, see, there's the butt again, but, uh, you don't have to, like, deal with people like I've figured out that the more I stay away from people and the more like you don't have to be friends with everyone and I'm saying this and people are like we're adults we're not friends with that many people anyway well I don't care I'm gonna shove my advice down your throat to make you feel better because I need you to feel better and you to feel like you're not alone regardless of who you are like you don't have to feel like crap all the time because people are making you feel like crap and I'm not like people are one of my issues, they may not be one of your issues, and I'm saying this, like, there was this girl I was friends with, um, I will talk about her in another podcast, and she'll know who she is, and if she ever reads this, like, she's probably gonna be like, oh my god, she's a liar, and I'm gonna be like, no, I'm not, you sucked, but, um, but, yeah, no, so, it's just a difficult, um, time, you know, there's certain things that you can help deal with triggers, like I said, people, one of mine, definitely, over the top, it was kind of insane, um, but there's different things, you know, and if there's small things that you can change in your life, there's some things that you can't get away from, um, when I was dealing with the bullying, like, I couldn't, I, the only time I got away from it was at home, and then, they piled up my schoolwork at the school, so I literally could not get away from school. Like, it was absolutely awful. Um, but, so, yeah, that happened. Um, but even small things, you know, I feel better. I, dealing with depression and quarantine, I'm telling you right now, like, it's been awful. Um, some days I'm like, I don't even want to get out of bed, and people comment on the fact that I sleep so much, and I'm like, it's not that I want to, it's that my body is begging for it because it doesn't know what else to do um and sleep is one of my symptoms that has come severely with my depression um so like I said it's not something that I want to do it's something that my body's like you suck and you're gonna have to deal with this and I'm like okay I guess um so small things that you can do but like I said like don't invalidate yourself because people are stupid I've realized that there's a lot of people that I was originally uh hanging around that I'd be like hey like could you not do this you're making me uncomfortable and they'd be like oh yeah and then behind my back I'm I kid you not like it made me so angry they'd be like or if I asked them not to hang around somebody because they've said something bad about me that was one of like my issues like I can't control people but sometimes like I'm if the the problem is is when it's so severe you know if somebody says something to or if you are my best friend picture this if you're my best friend and I told you that somebody commented on my weight and right now I'm like fighting like body problems right now and I asked you I was like hey do you mind staying away from them for a little bit because you're like I mean it is your decision but it all comes down to at the end of the day like you need to pick and choose like, if somebody is making somebody else feel bad, you gotta stand up for them. Like, you can be friends with them, but if you hear them say 
an issue this is literally an issue I dealt with if you hear them say crap about somebody else like open your mouth and speak because that's not fair and the only girl that I've really had like my best friend um uh, I'm just gonna call her M right now because I don't really want to give out her name but my best friend M um stood up for me as much as she could but she's very shy and out, or um not shy and outgoing she was very shy and introverted so it was a very difficult task for her to do and because I've known her so long like I understand that um and I lost my other makeup brush gotta love that for me um but uh there was this girl that I had in grade is grade nine I think it was grade nine and she was absolutely a sweetheart I was in this feud with another girl over a guy again uh another podcast i'll probably read over this and write down the podcast that i need to go over um and if you actually want to hear like stories more in depth about certain things like let me know i don't know how i literally just started using this app but let me know um and this girl or the girl that i was in a feud with it wasn't really a feud she was just being so awful to me um but she had been saying that like I hated her guts and I didn't it was just she was treating me awful because the guy that she liked liked me um so this uh, this girl that I was friends with in my grade nine class I'm gonna name her um tot uh like tater tot um but she ended up telling this girl that was talking crap about me and she was like she or Sarah doesn't hate people she just doesn't like when people treat her like crap and she talked or taught talk to me about it I was like literally that is the thing I don't hate her she was just so awful to me and the guy that she liked liked me but I wasn't like against her for it like I didn't the only part, reason I had a problem with her was because she was rude like I I can't control what you what I can't even say your man because he was nobody's property and he's like a butt now I can't even believe that I didn't realize that um but that literally I had nothing to do with it and he just painted me out to be like the worst bad guy of the century and I did hate her for it at one point but then I'm like why like there's no reason for me to be upset about her she's pathetic um and that kind of sounds mean but I'm also like what uh, she doesn't need, she, and I say that, like, girls shouldn't put girls down, so right now I'm gonna go back on that statement and be like, she's too good for a guy, and I don't know why she needed to treat me that way, um, to get this boy's attention, because like I said, like, he was kind of gross anyway, um, and she, she's pretty, and she's funny, and she's smart, and she deserves the world, so on it, like, she wasn't pathetic, I feel like I'm just saying that, because she made me really angry at one point, um, but, like I said, like, she's pretty and she's smart and she's funny and she doesn't need no man to do her job for her, you know? Like, I'm not, like, men are bad. There's so many people that are going to be, like, harking on my podcast for hating on the other, like, the opposite gender. And I'm going to be like, that's not what I meant. I don't know how to speak English. Like, it's like me laughing at the worst times and people are like, you're so awful. I'm like, no, this is how I cope with emotions. I just keep babbling and babbling and babbling. Anyway so back to my whole mental issues problem um like i said if there's small things you can do to make it better i'm telling you right now like do those things make yourself feel better i realized that even like getting up in the morning having a shower and doing my makeup as much as sometimes i'm like i don't want to get up i feel so much better about myself and it's not because like makeup makes me look better because honestly i've heard people say that and i'm like girl like you're beautiful girl or guy you're beautiful just the way you are so don't even say that um but um doing my makeup it just makes me feel like i i can conquer the world and some people have that about different things like reading or um playing sports you know so if there's small things like even making a coffee like if you get up in the morning and you make your bed and you make a coffee give yourself a pat on the back because sometimes it feels like like there's something I used to tell myself and I'm gonna go more in depth about this in the bullying story but I used to see it all the time over tumblr and I was really obsessed over with tumblr um when I was being bullied and I don't even want to talk about how mentally exhausting it was because you can find a lot of dark stuff on tumblr um and I'm not like gross dark stuff as in like depressing dark stuff and I read this one post um and it had read um 
the world will not stop turning if you're not in it. And literally, I wanted to stab this. I'm like, you are telling people, like, specifically, I, I was one of the people on the site, and I was very depressed at this time. I'm still kind of in that boat, but I'm getting better, you know, because I'm trying to find help. But I'm like, you are telling people that the world will not, like, the world, I'm telling you right now, the world will stop without you in it. The world will crash and burn. I will crash and burn. Your dog will crash and burn. Your pet will crash and burn. Your parents will crash and burn. Like, everybody will stop turning without you. And people don't, like, they're like, oh, no, it won't. Coming from somebody, I lost a cousin two years ago to suicide. And people are like, oh, my God, like, that actually, I've had people say that they're gonna commit suicide, be like, oh my god, he actually did it, and I'm like, so, like, dude, like, oh, it pisses me off, um, anyway, but there's, like, we all came together, a family who literally talked nothing to each other came together, and he brought us all together, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, like, you know, it makes you really realize that the world will stop turning without you in it. The world will cry and grieve because I'm not, okay, I'm telling you right now, I'm not somebody who's, like, a faith kind of thing. Like, if you hate me on that, I'm, like, sorry. I would never hate you on your religion, but I'm not very, like, faithy. Like, I never have been. I mean, that's not where this is going. Like, there is a reason why you were put on this planet, and it can be from whatever you believe in. If it's, like, religion, if it's science, like, I don't don't freaking care. There is a reason why you were put on this earth, and it is to make this earth a better place, you know? It's to make the woman dealing with her five children at the superstore who won't stop freaking-mouthing their face off. It's to make that woman feel better when you help her pack her groceries. It is to to make your dog or your cat feel better because you're playing with them. It is to make your siblings feel better because you threatened to beat them up, you know, as in, like, a joking way. Um you know so there's so many reasons why you're put on this earth and i hate that people are like this world would not or would stop revolving if you're not in it because it will it we literally like i hadn't seen my cousin in so long and i felt so much he was such a bright kid you know and they had tried to get him help and they couldn't or they couldn't like you know so you can tell me that the world will not stop without you in it. You can tell me that the world will continue going, and I will tell you right back that once you're gone, you know, that once you decide that this world isn't needn't, needn't, uh, this world isn't needing of you, I'm going to tell you that once you leave, you know, you're leaving something awesome. You're leaving the chance to prove to the world you know, you can, you're leaving the chance to tell the world to suck it. As odd as that sounds, you're leaving... I'm sorry, that was my uh, eyeshadow palette. You're leaving the world with the chance to say, I beat you. I... N- you were fighting depression. And I hear this quote all the time. Depression is a war. You either win or you die trying. Like, no. You need to win. You need to prove to the world that it can knock you down with 500 things. Believe I can... I came back with 500 things under my belt right now and it scares the hell out of my boyfriend and it scares the hell out of my parents because sometimes I feel like I want to give up, you know? Sometimes I feel like this is too much and I can't do it anymore. And then I look at, you know, you don't have to look at, if your life is crappy right now, you don't have to look at that. You can look at the fact that in 20 years, you could be a crazy cat lady. You could be a crazy cat man. You could be hoarding chickens you know you could be raising two kids and helping babysit your grandkids you could be opening up your new carnival you know there's endless possibilities and i know that it might seem like it now but like i'm telling you right now that quote makes me so angry and i've seen it in multiple places and that's probably why i've wanted to highlight on mental illness more because people make it to be such a joke and it makes, like, I feel like, uh, I, I sound like I'm crying right now. I literally just poke myself with the eye curler, but it feels like I'm gonna cry because people make it to be such a joke. Like, mental illness isn't, you know, you read about it and people say that they support it. And then when it comes down to it, they all look at you like you're a freak. And you're not, you're not alone. 
you're never alone. You are loved and you're... Hell, I love you and... I don't... I may not even know you, you know? So, live for the moments, you know? And I've seen it all over TikTok lately. That's stupid. I finished my shampoo and my conditioner at the same time. So, you guys know... No! That's not a joke. People actually die you know, so if you're gonna joke about it, you know, that that's what makes me angry, I can't hang around people like that anymore, like, I'm gonna die, and then I try and get them help, and then they get mad at me, like, that, this is not something you joke about, this is something that actually happens to people, and if you want to joke about it, you, like, I'm telling you right now, you're pathetic, you know, if you need help, you go find help, and I don't care where the help is, that could be from your, uh, right now, I'm in process of trying to get a service dog, from the psychiatrist that I saw, um, you could be getting help from your parents, and if you can't talk to your parents, I'm sure as hell that you could talk to a teacher, I'm sure as hell that you could talk to, um, a friend, or anybody, but there's no reason for you to be joking about wanting to die, like, uh, this challenge about getting your shampoo and your conditioner bottles to finish at the same time, that's pathetic, you know, there, and then there's a couple other ones. I think one was about, like, coffee or something like that. Like, literally makes me so angry because why? Why do you believe that it's funny when I've actually had somebody die to that same thing you're joking about, you know? And people, like, I've gotten like that. You're overreacting. Like, I'm overreacting because you're joking about death. I don't care how much you think I'm overreacting. You are pathetic, you know? And I'm sorry if this makes people mad, but I can't, like, phrase it any other way. I lost somebody that could have been, you know, I could have talked to them more. I could have, if there was something I could have done, you know, I would have done it. But there's no reason for you to think it's funny to joke about wanting to die, you know? And I say it, or I've said it, I say like I want to die in a joking way and people call me it on it but that's like that's a way I've learned to cope with my body and it's not because like I like I'm literally saying it because it's so like joked about you know and it is something that I'm fighting to get off because I'm like this isn't a joke you know I would never do that I could I believe that there's so many things to live for there's so many things for you to live for and I'm sorry if this podcast took such a dark turn but like love your life be happy you know try and find happiness in the smallest things and they can even be in finding your dog's collar in your kitchen like I I don't freaking know find ways to be happy even when the world says well there is none you know because we can't be happy we could bring in a clone and we could tell them every single thing about you i could say well they have a beautiful nose and they have beautiful eyes and a great sense of humor and just they're off awesome i almost said awful and i apologize i meant to i have like this really big bloody cut in my ear and i bet you all didn't need that image but um it happened so like i could tell them if that they were creating a recreation of you i could be like oh this person was awesome you know they had a great sense of humor they were very athletic or they were kind of steering away from that so they could look at arts or they just wanted to watch tv instead you know i will never use the word lazy because i just think like it's so insulting you know like i mean if you use it like go you but the reason i watch tv it's not because i'm lazy it's because i find it a fun pastime you know anyway um i could clone you and you'd be like oh yeah she can but i could never clone your beliefs i could never make your boyfriend or your girlfriend love you i could never make your mom it's like that episode of lack mirror you know and i'm sorry right now i'm trying to put on lipstick it's like that episode of lack mirror where her husband died and they made like a doll of him i can't even remember what they called it um but they made like a doll of him and he was freaking terrifying let me tell you if i ever saw that in my attic in the middle of the night i would beat it 
because I'd be like, ah! um, anyway, so it was freaking terrifying, but she soon came to realize that that wasn't her husband, you know, that was somebody who looked like him, who smiled like him, and who could act like him, but that wasn't him. He didn't believe that, I'm coming up with things right now, he didn't believe that unicorns were flyable. Um, (laughs) I don't know. He didn't believe that coffee tasted the best when it was whipped. You know, he didn't believe that the best roller coaster on the planet was the Leviathan, you know. She came to realize that, and I want you to realize that. If any, if you come out of this podcast thinking about anything, I want you to think about the fact that you're not alone. And it took a very dark turn, which is not what I was expecting it to do. And I apologize for that. I should have put it like a warning. Um, I'll try and do that if I figure this out. But I want you to know that like this, this is something that a lot of us are fighting and I want this platform to be something that I can talk about. I'm going to talk about my bullying experiences. I'm going to talk about my experience uh, with a car accident. If I get confirmation, if I'm allowed to actually talk about it, I should be, but uh, don't want to step on any toes. Um, I want to be able to talk about my life with you guys. And this is an experience that I've gone through. I want you to know that you are not alone. Okay, and the world will stop revolving if you aren't in it. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'm like I said, I'm sorry if it was too heavy for you. Um, and I'll try and bring some more positive ones. I will. Um, and I hope that made you feel better at the the end of the podcast if uh, you needed a sign today to not do anything that would make us all sad um but i do hope you enjoyed today's podcast if you have any questions for me uh be sure to let me know i will find a way to add captions and link um messages where you can talk to me um and if you ever need somebody to talk to like don't ever be afraid to contact me okay uh i hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you uh either today or or either later today or tomorrow Hey guys, it's Sarah, and I'm back again doing whatever the hell I'm doing. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping that I get better with time, but uh, I'm not too sure, you know? Um, But like usual, I'm going to do my makeup and talk about a topic that I think affects me or affects somebody I know or just I think that can help you in your life. Maybe you're going through the same things I am or... You know, stuff like that. So, um, right now I'm going to be doing my hair in two braids. So when it's done, it's all like wavy. Um, but I wanted to address, um, a specific sort of, like, I wanted to talk about the car accident I was in. And now I don't really know how to go about this because there's so many, like it, when it originally happened, like that's, that's an area to talk about when, um, like, the, the trauma I had to deal with after, that's something I can talk about. Like, it, it's just so much to kind of shove down somebody's throat, you know. Um, so, I think that I'm going to take it bit by bit. And if there's a topic specifically that I want to go into more, maybe I'll do that in, in another episode. But right now, I'm just going to look at, like, the general idea of it and what happened. Um, so, if you've heard some of my previous episodes, I talk about... Oh, you my hair's, like, gross after the shower. Um, anyway, but if you've heard some of my previous episodes, I talk about how I moved from a big city to a small town, um, when I was, I think nine, I think I was nine, um, but I moved here due to all the crime and just, it was so rush, rushy, if that's a word, just so, you couldn't do things in that town, you know, every five seconds you had to check your back to make sure you weren't being followed, like, it was so sketchy. And just, it was so hard to grow up there as a child because everybody you knew was having fun and, you know, you know. And then my parents weren't too keen on sending me out. Like, I think most parents would be just because of how brutal it was there. But, um, I'm getting off topic. So I moved to the small town due to reasons, like I said, and we ended up moving here that same year which is so, like, actually pisses me off. That same year that we moved here is the same year we got in the car accident. Okay, so 
and the car accident has impacted my life in so many ways like it's ugh, it's just nightmares all the time you know and people don't understand that when I get on cars or you know tra regular forms of transportation everybody's looking at me like I'm a crazy person because of all the things that I do, you know, my facial reactions, my physical reactions, my emotional reactions. Uh, I still have nightmares sometimes. Like, it's it's brutal. And to live like this, it's, you know. But anyway, um, so the car accident, the girl behind us, we were going to, I think it was Staples. I can't really remember. Um, I think that my mind has blocked that part of my... Um, childhood out of my brain because of how traumatic it was so there's a lot of things that I think that my brain is not allowing me to remember which is kind of insane um but we ended up going leaving and so it was a straight street but as you turn down into where Staples was there was there was a turn obviously and a stop sign the end and you had to stop and then make your turn and the lady behind us she was texting and driving and she didn't stop so she hit our van and it sent us into the stop sign take note this was in the middle of freaking winter so it was freezing cold and now the back of the window is broken open so i was in the very back which was oh my god like i don't even want to talk about it it's awful but the lady came out of her car and she's apologizing profuse profusely that's probably not how you say it profusely and we're all just kind of like, what the hell is happening? You know, me being, like, so young, I didn't really grasp the concept of, like, what, this couldn't happen to me, you know? I was a kid. Um, but it did. And we went through police, and we went through all these people. My parents were both put in ambulances. And again, I apologize for any background noise. If you hear that really loud blowing noise, that's my stupid air conditioner in the window. And if you hear me moving around, it's just me doing my makeup. So, again, both of my parents were put in ambulances after making a statement, but, did I tell you this? The lady left the scene. They had to go find her, and it was kind of, oh, just the fact that she had the decency to be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I was texting while driving. Like, one, don't be stupid and text while driving, like, it's your fault. And two, you know, oh, it just, it astounds me that people can try and make, like, oh, it all about themselves. I didn't mean to, well yeah you did or you wouldn't have done it you know what i'm saying consequences come with actions like accept them you know but she had left the scene and i think it might have been because there were so many people there which astounds me um i think there was well it was my family and then my brother's friend so there were six of us in that we were in a van so there were six of us in there and i think she left because she knew that she was like screwed but the police couldn't find her, so they had to run out and find her, and I couldn't wear my jacket. I had taken my jacket and my boots off in the car because it was too warm for me. Joke's on me. I had to leave the car, so uh, my boots and my jacket were covered in glass, so I couldn't really wear anything. Um, or, well, no, I was wearing my boots. They were covered in glass, but I had to take them off the hospital, but I could not put on my jacket. Um, and this guy, bless his soul, I don't, I hope he's doing so well in life. He had run over and given me his jacket, and then he ran off with his girlfriend, like, bless his soul. You know, I was so young, and I was so scared, and just having him there, you know, it reminded me that not all people were like this lady was. But, yeah, so she ran off, and we were six years into a battle, um, with her lawyers, and I only had gone to physiotherapy for, I think, one, one, one year, which kind of astounds me because of all, like, the, like, I still can't do things with my back, you know, or my neck. I still can't do regular things that a teenager should, which kind of makes me so angry. Um, but they had only sent us to physio for one year before deciding, well, that's it. That's done. Um, and that was it, you know, it was six years, my lawyer had kept us in the dark for most of the time, um, and he said that he was working on a case, but, you know, it just kind of seemed like we were all alone in this, and it was awful, you know, kinda, you didn't have anybody to turn to to ask for help, because everybody was not there, you know, so anyway, so six years later, I'd gone through all this mental and physical trauma, um, it kind of astounds me, because 
it, I was in high school when they called me and I was in grade three when it originally happened. So I think it was my grade nine year where they called me and they were like, it's settled, it's done, you know, get in the car. Like, oh, awesome. But just that time frame, you know, how, how many years is that to say that we had to deal with it because they didn't know how to do their job and people try and say like, oh, wow, there's six people, you know, but I'm like, ah, you weren't there. You can't say jack shit, you know? But anyway, so we ended up going through all of this, and it was, you know, we had to go through psychological people, we had to go through doctor's appointments, there was like millions and millions and millions of them before we finally decided, you know, how much more of this can we take, and our lawyer was an absolute complete idiot, you know, he didn't know what he was doing, didn't care what he was doing was wrong, all he wanted was the money. So, moral of the story, find a lawyer don't find the one that we had but <laughs> we ended up like i said so six years later we ended up getting the thing but because of the mental and psychological damage it had done to me and my brother we had more that we had to deal with also in like health um but we had more stuff that we had to deal with in general so it was just it was not a good time you know and i don't even really know where i'm going with this podcast maybe it's just a rant maybe it's just angering I had developed so many issues because of this car accident and it still like shakes me to this day to think that like you know I'm never going to be a regular I mean nobody's regular but like I'm I'm never even gonna have the opportunity to be regular because it kind of like ruined my life and there were points in my life where I just I couldn't handle it I still have points where it, it's awful and it's brutal and you're like what the hell are you doing with your life and maybe that's maybe that's just me maybe other people don't regularly have this which is kind of scary um but yeah so I had and I still have all these issues and they're not normal and I didn't get a chance to even be like well this isn't fair you know um sorry if I'm like pausey I don't I don't really know how to face this issue head on you know this is something that I never really thought I could talk about to somebody else because there was a period in my life where I, I heard about it like it'd make me cry you know it's just that's how bad it was and it still is now I can talk about it without crying but I can't get on the can't get on the planes I can't get onto buses, I can't get onto trains, I can't get onto any form of transportation without thinking it could be the last time that I say anything to anybody, you know? And that that sounds me, but that kind of experience that I had when I was nine defined who I was for pretty much my entire life. Or it's going to define who I am for my entire life. So yeah, no, today's topic is kind of um kind of cut and go. You know, I don't really want to delve into certain topics because it is mentally traumatizing. You know, gotta love that. Gotta love that for me. Um, it's, and certain things I'd be like, what would have happened? Like, if I could change anything, would I go back and change it? And I remember, like, all the mental trauma that had gone through, you know, but if we hadn't gone through that, like, maybe I wouldn't have my best friend, you know, the best friend who held me when I was crying so hard that my back hurt in class and my teachers didn't do a damn thing about it. You know, or maybe I wouldn't have um, switched schools, but maybe I wouldn't have uh, just found my profound love for English writing. You know, it's just, there's so much to impact in a statement like that. And no matter what you do, like, you're never going to figure out the answer to that question. It's always going to be a what if. And I think that my therapist told me, he's like, stop thinking about what ifs because those can ruin your life. And I'm like, but that's who I am. You know, you don't understand. That's who I am. So it's just, it's a lot of things to unpack. And I'm sorry if today's episode is a little bit like, you know, I don't, I didn't really know where I was going with today. I think I just wanted to highlight it because lately I've been thinking a lot about self-care. Um, through quarantine, I've been, like, really hard on myself. Um, I think, personally, I'm fighting a eating disorder. 
And what's stupid is they can't diagnose an eating disorder unless you're, like, not actually eating. I feel like there's a l- more mental things to do with it than they want to perceive. Um, but I- I've always been so hard on my weight because I haven't been exercising because of quarantine, you know. And people are always like, oh, other people have it better or worse. Like, shut up, Karen. I know that. Doesn't make me feel any less better you telling me that. <sighs> anyway. So I feel like I just kind of want to highlight, wanted to highlight today because I feel like we need to start getting better at our self-care. And I found this app, actually. I don't know if it's any good. I've been looking at it and it's okay. It's called hashtag self-care. I found it on the, the app store today, actually. And you kind of go through and it, it's actually an interesting experience. Um, my favorite part about it was it, it was kind of like a puzzle for the picture and you kind of continuously get got to keep doing the puzzle, which I thought was really, really neat. Um, but I thought, you know, maybe that if I try and get into more of a self-love routine, like, I'm, I'm happy, I, or I don't even have to say that I'm happy, I can be like, I'm not feeling too well today about myself, so maybe I'll do something, you know, like, and I'm doing bronzer right now, so I'm sorry if I'm choppy again, but I'm not feeling too well today, so I'm gonna treat myself to an ice cream, you know? It's all about your mental and physical state. And maybe ice cream isn't the way that you go. I think I go to ice cream because my favorite ice cream is the Rollo ice cream. And there's a place down by the beach that serves it. Um, but may, And maybe that's not the way you go. Maybe you don't go to ice cream. Maybe you go to reading. Maybe you go to watching your favorite Netflix series. And that also became an issue for me. I had watched so much Netflix that, you know, I had watched the entirety of Orange is the New Black in one week, which astounds me. You know, I don't think people should be able to do that, but I did it, so good for me, I guess. Um, but I think that I need to be treating myself more like a human being. Like, I need to... You you tried your best today, and maybe quarantine has prevented me from doing that because of the fact that I can't talk to anybody, you know? I can't go see the therapist guy that I used to regularly see, I can't, um, what color eyeshadow am I doing today? I think I'm gonna do pink again, because pink yesterday was really pretty. I can't go see my therapist guy that I was seeing, I can't go regularly get a coffee with my best friends, I can't go to the movies because I'm feeling mentally, you know, depressed, like, you, there's things that you can do that has, that quarantine has stopped me from doing, and if I hear somebody comment, like a Karen, on my stupid thing, that uh, everybody has it worse like shut up I know that oh anyway but I think that my mental state has deteriorated because I've told myself that other people have had it worse and like who the hell taught me that you know other people have it worse so what I'm allowed I'm allowed to be upset because I can't you know I'm not allowed to give up on myself because of it but I'm allowed to be upset you know, um, and I think that that's today's episode, I think that me going over something that had hurt me, and that has been causing me issues, I think that that, um, could really enhance, uh, my life right now, because maybe I can address the issues that I've been having, and try and figure them out for myself, you know, maybe I don't actually, you know, maybe I don't actually need to go out to solve these problems, maybe all I need is a cup of hot chocolate and a book. There are people who can solve their problems like that, and I'm, I always look at them amazed because I'm like, I freaking wish. You know, maybe, maybe that's just me. Also, my nose is like a purple, and I forgot to blend my highlighter, so I kind of look like an odd version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, so I gotta love that. But I think that me... Like, it started, this episode started off really weird, me talking about the car accident and then somehow going into self-care, but I think that if I want to live my life to the fullest, I'm going to need to address my issues and things that I can do to make them better, especially living with a form of depression, you know, your life, like, there's parts of my life, like, that I didn't want to do things that made me feel awesome, you know, I couldn't write because I was it didn't interest me anymore, and it's because of the depression. I love writing. You know, I love sitting down with a good book, but my mental state had taken that away from me, and I want to take that back, you know? 
and some people need medication you know some people need to talk to somebody maybe I can start healing by healing myself healing my ability to want to get help healing my ability to get out of bed and say you're doing good today you know or get out of bed and say you didn't do so good today but we can try again tomorrow because I've never been in a mental state where I can say I can try again tomorrow it's always been you sucked go to bed you know and that's like that's just a weird way of putting it because I've never ever thought of myself as like trying to get better I've always thought of myself as just ranting about my problems and then dismissing them but I think that if I really try and put my mind towards this maybe I can do something to get better you know also my eyes I almost dipped the wrong end of the brush into the eyeshadow palette. Gotta love that for me. But, yeah, no, like, don't diminish yourself because of the issues, especially, like, if you're having trouble in quarantine, I think that my issue was I turned 16 this year, right, and I was supposed to get my license, and this was supposed to be, like, meaning this was my first adult step to prove to everybody that, hey, like, <laughs> I'm getting older, you know, to prove to everybody that, and that was ripped away from me by quarantine so I've been stressing I've been like I need to get these study tests in I need to get all this stuff done to prove that I can go get my license you know and I think that one of the things that has been holding me back it wasn't quarantine that was holding me back it was fear of getting in another car accident you know it wasn't me afraid to fail the test it was me afraid to tell my parents that I failed the first stepping stone into becoming an adult, you know? So I think that number one priority, if you're having issues, if old things are coming back up in your life, you know, it's always okay to say, hey, I'm not having a good time right now, you know? Or, hey, I had a bad day, but who knows, maybe tomorrow will be better, you know? And if you treat yourself with ice cream, go get some freaking ice cream. You know, if you treat yourself with coffee, go get a coffee. If you want to buy a new game because you struggled through the day and you freaking, like, if you got out of bed and, or if you got out of bed, made your bed and had a shower, go buy yourself a freaking video game because some people, like, that that's a freaking achievement. Go you, you know. So, I like I said, I didn't really know where I was going with today's episode. It was very, like out of my grasp uh because you know quarantine's got me feeling not so good but if any old issues come up you know it's okay it's okay to feel upset because you thought I thought I'd survived through it you know and it came back rushing in a train of a test that I didn't even realize that was stressing me out you know I I was so afraid of failing a milestone and now I can't even take that milestone I was afraid of disappointing my parents in a test you know and how I'm freaking 16 you know how is that fair to me how is that fair to them so I think that if you're having issues you know don't ever be afraid to be like hey I tried my best I did as good as I could today and that is good enough for me and if that's not good enough for you then go fly kite because I'm trying my best, and that's all That's all I can do. You know, you can't expect more from me. And if you're expecting more from me, then that's your problem, not mine. So, I think I'm going to end this video early. I didn't, like I said, I didn't really know where I was going with it. I'm just finishing my eyeshadow right now, and I'm going to do... Oh, man, I forgot to do my setting powder. Like, gotta love that for me. But I think, uh, like I said, I'm going to end this video early just because I don't really know where I want to go with the rest of this. Um, I think that I made it pretty clear of how quarantines kind of got me feeling down a little bit. And I think that I'm going to get better at it. I think doing this podcast, like regardless of who's listening, it's been making me feel a little bit better in myself. So if you do enjoy this podcast, like, please let me know. I, I have a lot of fun with it and maybe... I'm not just talking to myself. 
So you can also find, again, if you're hearing this podcast on Spotify, you can find my podcast. It's by the same name on Anchor. It's an app on the Play Store that you can come and find me at. Or it's, um, apparently it uploaded to another app. I saw it last night, but I'm not quite sure where it uploaded. And I can't freaking find, uh, out where it would tell me. So, if you know where else it uploads, let me know. But if you do enjoy my podcasts, please, like, I have so much fun. And if I'm entertaining somebody or if I'm inspiring somebody, like, that's all I need to hear. Because, you know, maybe we're not so alone. And I think that I'm not the only one that believes that. So, if you like the podcast, give it a thumbs up uh, on Spotify or just like it or something. And I will see you tomorrow morning. Okay? Thanks, guys.